The school bus pulled up outside their house as always. My sister Lucy and I were both quick to say farewell to our classmates. Our friends still teased us about having to take a bus at our age, but it was all in good fun. Our parents were pretty frugal and didn't see much sense in purchasing cars for either of us until after we graduated. Cheap, our friends called them, and we agreed. But there was more sensibility in their supposed cheapness than simply depriving us of a teenage rite of passage to save a few bucks. Lucy and I were eager for a snack before dinner. It was three in the afternoon, and we had no idea what our mom had planned. The atmosphere in the home felt strange as we entered. It was an unnerving sort of stillness neither of us had ever been accustomed to before. There wasn't the usual hustle and bustle as mom busied herself with the chores and making sure the family was cared for every day as she always did. Instead, the house was enveloped within an eerie silence. It was a thick tension. So thick, we felt it seeping into our pores the minute we stepped through the front door. We couldn't quite put our fingers on it. It had been a day like any other day. Lucy and I had woken up at around seven that morning. We'd been able to give our father a quick peck on the cheek and made our school lunches as quickly as possible before grabbing an apple on the way out in lieu of a breakfast. There had been no calls for us while we were at school. Nothing unusual about our day. It was a typical day for a couple of teenagers out in the suburbs. School, mock flirting, gossip and study. The same day that millions of teenagers were likely to experience. But Lucy and I knew something was about to go terribly wrong. It was instinctual. Sisters always had that kind of premonition. We peeked around the back of the house. We'd always seen that done in the movies and neither Lucy nor I could explain why we chose to do so. Nothing was unusual. No open doors, no plants knocked over, nothing. We crept into the living room carefully. All was spick and span and in its place as it had always been since we first moved to the house when we were both six years old. No strange smells, no sign of anything being awry anywhere. But that tension... It was like a dagger poised at our chests, a foreign seizure gripping our teenaged minds. I can still feel it in my bones. We made our way to the kitchen quietly. Lucy's hand gripped my arm as we entered the kitchen, both of us gasping in horror at the sight before us. Dad was strapped to a kitchen chair, his limbs bound tightly with rope, a gag preventing him from speaking as his wild eyes saw us enter the room. He began to shake his head anxiously as we ran toward him. It was a sight I will never forget. It's burned indelibly into my mind, even as I speak. Girls, what are you doing home? I turned at the sound of my mom's voice, confusion furrowing my brow as she emerged from the shadows, appearing flustered and somehow agitated that Lucy and I were there. We had meant to have been visiting our aunt after school, but she had canceled as our cousin had fallen ill, contacting the school principal so he could let us know to go straight home instead. Clearly, Mom hadn't been told. Listen, girls, I can't explain everything just now, but I do need you to get out of the house. There have been some things going on that your father and I have kept secret from you. Now, I just need you to get outside where it is safe, Mom insisted as she ushered us toward the front door. 
What about dad? Lucy sobbed. It's all right, love. I will get your dad free and we will meet you outside. Please, just wait in the street for us. Taking Lucy's hand, I led her outside, glancing back briefly to see Mom struggling with the knotted ropes. I had no idea what was going on. All we could do was what we were told, confident that Mom and Dad would make everything all right again. What do you think is going on? Lucy's voice trembled, and I could see faint tears welling in her eyes. I have no idea. Oh, God, I have no idea. I repeated the words over and over again like a mantra until even they made no sense to my already petrified mind. It seemed like an eternity as we crouched in the bushes at the edge of the garden. My eyes were peeled, watching for any movement.